There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning, everyone. You are watching Mizzy Bender on Mornings with Mizzy, and if you're listening to it later on in the day, the Mizzy Bender Show on your favorite podcast network. Uh, it's Tuesday morning, it's September 20th, and um, gosh, I feel like it's been forever since we've done a live show. With having the Miss Lady miniseries on Thursdays, um, it feels like a lifetime in between episodes, which honestly really isn't bad. I definitely still needed and can still use the downtime. I don't know that I'm necessarily really up to talking for a whole hour, so we'll see how this goes today. Um, there really is not much to update on, truthfully. I've just been trying to get through COVID still. Not that I'm sick with it, but the after effects have been uh, quite impossible on some days. Actually, that's not true. Every day is a better day with its own little hiccup involved with it. I have like this weird uh, like sensory issue or something like that when I go out into the real world, like all the lights and I don't know what the fuck goes on truthfully, but it throws my brain for a fucking swirl and I can't really take it on, um, I feel really bad on Saturday. We had, uh, we were going down by the beach. There was, uh, Spencer's favorite DJ, DJ Theo. He's like this hardcore EDM DJ. It's not bad, but legit, like we went every single Wednesday in the summer and then it was like, I feel like all I've been hearing is just this like crazy ass music. And so that's what we were doing on Saturday night. And uh, I feel really bad because I ended up ruining the night for him. He had to take me home. But it was a combination of things. It was like, I just couldn't handle everything that was going on around me. Every beam that the people were dancing on and jumping was like throwing my brain through a fucking like whirlwind. And then the lights would come through and like send me all over the place. And it was not great. And Saturday was probably the second day in a row that I ate some like pretty like solid food. On Friday night we went out to dinner with his parents and uh, I attempted to eat a hamburger and I got like a quarter of the way through. Not even, I took like a quarter of it and ate that. And then I had to eat Spencer's rice. But I did eat French onion soup, which was great. But a Saturday came and he wanted me to really eat some like solid food. So there was these protein bowls down at this restaurant. It's called the Salt Shack. And they have like these really great protein bowls. And I usually get, it's like shrimp and rice and beans and it's got avocado in it. It's like a super healthy, you know, it's a great protein bowl. Oh my God, that thing hurt my belly so bad. So I lasted like two and a half hours and I'm like, I'm so sorry. like. I can't make it anymore so we ended up going home and that was that Sunday came and we went to dinner at his parents house and I did eat full meals for three times out of the day which is really great because I do probably need to put a little more weight on I'm not hating it but I definitely lost a lot of weight so I'm um, kind of just like balancing out between and I haven't I still have not drank a cup of coffee I haven't had a cup of coffee since the Tuesday that I ended up getting sick. There's just nothing in me that wants to drink coffee. 
Uh, I don't know if it's because I'm still like dehydrated, my body's still jacked up, uh, I don't have any idea, but uh, the sounds of it just sounds absolutely disgusting, and I just cannot tolerate it. And I don't really smoke as much either, so I'm sure my body's in all sorts of different like wonky movements because of just everything. Uh, I am getting to the point where I do feel stronger, so that's really good. Um, but yeah, th those are really the only kind of updates that I really have. This, <laughs> my sister is taking me to a psychic on Saturday, this upcoming Saturday. She, she loves it. I don't know why my family loves these things so much, but they do. So I agreed that I would go with her, uh, to it. She, it sounds like it's something that she really needs right now. So that's kind of really only, the only current events that, that's been happening. Um, so we'll just like talk about the show this morning. I'm going to go in, I'm going to check to see if anybody's logged on. If so, give some hellos. If not, I'm going to get on with my subject matter. And, uh, the subject matter is drama in the swingers lifestyle. I have a pretty stern perspective on it. So, you know, it's like one of those things with everything. You're going to have to take everything that I say with a grain of salt, bro, because I'm probably going to be pretty straightforward and, um, have really, really strong point of view. So I apologize up front. Um, oh, okay, let's go. Let's see here. Oh, there's so many. Frankie, good morning. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning. Yeah, the fatigue is still beating my ass. Um, it's been a little bit rough. I've never eaten so many carbs in my life. Spencer's like, you gotta stop eating carbs. You gotta eat, like, real food. And I'm like, I can't. At this moment in time, the only thing that my body wants to eat is carbs. And so, like, on Saturday... Um, we needed to go and get dog food. So we were going to go to Walmart, grab the dog food. And he was like, you know, how do you feel about going to the outlets? Cause we have this really great Tanger outlet right by the store that we needed to go to. So I was like, yeah, let's go. We went into the Nike outlet. I'm most certain like within three minutes, I almost was going to have a fainting spell. I got like really just it was not great. I was like, we got to go get French fries or I actually was like maybe a pretzel, go get me a pretzel, like something. We ended up on French fries because that was the only thing that was open in the food court that would have like, you know, but it did help after eating maybe like the salt and the, I don't know. It did settle me down and, and, and did balance my myself out. I have been drinking the liquid IV still. Uh, the liquid IV is like, uh, it's like a powder sachet that you put into your water that's supposed to be like drinking um, a couple of cups of water versus trying to just do the one cup of water. <clears throat> I didn't drink one yesterday. Uh, I was kind of giving my I was giving my water cup a little break here, um, and kind of just like sitting it out after washing it and everything. Uh, but today I'll probably you know drink one of them just to kind of you know stay on top of it. But yeah, it's been it's been really difficult trying to uh, regroup. And I feel bad because, you know, Spencer didn't have to deal with any of this, really. And so he doesn't necessarily understand, like, where I'm at. So he's kind of like, what am I going to do with you? And I was just like, I don't know, pray to the universe that this goes away, uh, you know, rather soon. Because there are times that, like, I don't even feel comfortable uh, driving. And that's disappointing because you guys know how hard that I worked just to fucking drive uh, to go to the gym. So to backtrack and have to like regroup and do this all over again and you know get my fucking head straight and whatever else it's it's been a little bit annoying uh to say the least because like I don't even feel comfortable going to the gym last night 
Spencer was like, you know, it's a nice night out. Why don't we go for a walk? And I'll tell you what, our walk around the block, I don't know if if it takes us like 10 minutes to do it. I feel like it took us a fucking lifetime yesterday uh, to get the walk done. And it really did take a really long time to do it because, like I said, like just like every movement I make, my head is like whoosh, whoosh, like the fogginess. I don't even know how to explain it. I don't even honestly know what it is. I was like trying to explain it to Spencer yesterday, but it's like, I don't know, I'm on a fucking wild ride and my head's just like all over the place and then the lights come and it like, I, like, I have to walk with my eyes looking down at the ground and not focusing in too many different directions at all. So I keep everything uh, really straight and like on point for me so I don't feel like wacky in my head. And we had to kind of just like stop a few seconds every now and then just so I can like regroup myself and try and just like get a grip and like center my body again. It's honestly the most frustrating, annoying, and scary thing at times. Um, You know, last week, I still wasn't really feeling well and I there were days where I was like I just don't even want you to go to work because I was still waking up in like a sweating and just disoriented and stuff like that I'm thankful that I'm not in that place anymore Uh, I do have a few night sweats but it's nothing serious but now I'm like well maybe it's just caffeine withdrawal or you know marijuana withdrawal at this point in time because I feel like it's going on like three weeks or something so there could be a lot of different reasons why I'm all fucked up at this point. Um, but, okay, so good morning, Mark. Good morning, SG. Uh, oh, yeah, DJ Theo, he's been around for a really long time. I've never really seen him. I know that everybody that's gone to Neptune's on Long Island in the Hamptons is what he's famous for. And so it's the same crowd that goes to, you know, these events. So it's kind of like a homecoming for them, and he really, really loves it. This Saturday, he's trying to get me to go to another one, so we'll see. Bye, Bobby. I put all of your stuff out in there, and everything should be said. Um, this Saturday, he's trying to get me to go to um, like an indoor place that he's going to, um, and he's like, you know, it should be after you're done with your sister. So I was like, I don't know, I can't commit to this like yet. I need to see how the next couple of days go because I rather him go at this point in time. I rather him go by himself because I'm just going to ruin it for him, and he's gonna have to come home, and then he's probably gonna be upset with me. So like, why? So it's better for him to just kind of just find his friends and just go on his own. But knowing him, he wouldn't do that. Knowing that I'm just not in a great place, I don't think that he would leave me. So I know that that it's Saturday is going to be complicated. So I'm going to try really hard just to keep my head in the game and just keep focusing on like, you know, resting and getting better and, you know, just, just letting this pass by. That's all we're going to do. And French onion soup is one of my favorites ever. I always forget about it, but my brother uh, is the one that has turned me on to French onion soup. He makes the best homemade French onion soup in the world. I know I just said that 9,000 times, but it is absolutely amazing. Uh, And the richness of that really did settle my belly some. Um, I didn't eat all the cheese and everything. I legit just had like all the broth and everything, but that was a really great start to kind of getting some food into my system. Um, Yeah, I don't know that carb real car I don't know that carbs aren't real food I you know when Spencer was like you got to eat real food I was like but I just can't and so one of the mornings I um oh I know what happened this is exactly what happened so I every morning I've been waking up 
and I've been eating an English muffin and it like brings me down and settles me down. I was eating all sorts of odd stuff for a couple days in a row. I was eating just wonton soup because I was like, okay, this has got a combination of carbs <laughs> and it's got some meat in it, I guess. I don't know what it really is and the broth. So I was like, this is good. And that was like really helping me. So I was waking up eating the most bizarre things. I was just like, whatever I could put into this body is exactly what I'm gonna do. I don't give a fuck if it's rice, if it, whatever it was, but it's all been carbs. So he's like, you gotta get, you know, something different. So on Saturday morning, I made myself some eggs with cheese. Well, I don't think that that was enough. I don't think that that's what my body was needing at the time. So I think that that's why I was like still really funky because like I didn't, I don't know. It's really fucked up. I just, it's crazy. It really honestly is crazy. <laughs> I feel like I've gotten every kind of fucking weird side effect and issue uh, that everybody's had. The only thing I'm thankful for is it hasn't lasted, the sickness hasn't lasted for fucking three weeks like everybody else. So God bless your souls on that one. Um, but yeah, I'm not giving up carbs anytime soon, that's for sure. And I didn't think I would be the one to say it because um, I actually don't hardly ever eat carbs. That's, you know, not that I purposely, I guess I purposely eliminate them, but like I usually just try and go for more like healthier options. I eat a lot of salad and different things like that. God, I haven't had a piece of green in my system in, I don't even know how long. Mm, maybe I ate a piece of asparagus on Sunday night at Spencer's parents' house for dinner. It's been challenging. Um, but little by little, I'm getting there. We'll see. So I just have, my goal is October 1st. I need to have my head straight for October 1st when we head to the fusion parties because Mizzy's Boutique is vending. We're putting on the dungeon and, uh, you know, we're partying it up with our peeps up in New Hampshire. So I have like, I don't know, is it two weeks? I don't even know how many fucking days it is from now. Ten days, ten, maybe something like that. I don't really know. So this is where my head is at. I've been really good with getting my boutique orders out the door, so I feel really happy with being back on track with that. Um, it did take some time because, like, I would go into my little house, you know, for two hours and be like, all right, like, I need to go and just kind of settle myself down. Uh, you know, my besties are really great to me. If you're still watching, Jim, you can totally <laughs> come at me. But uh, I was one day I was like, does anybody have a Hulu account? Because I really want to just watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And the only place that you could watch their new series is on Hulu. And truthfully, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I love the Kardashians. They are fucking brilliant bitches on every single level. Yeah, maybe she's famous. Kim Kardashian became famous for her sex tape or whatever. But who the fuck doesn't come be become famous for their sex tape, right? Here we all are sitting here, America. Uh, my big launch was with my uh, spicy page, you know, like during COVID. I mean, that's not true. I'm just kidding. But I is sort of kidding. I'm halfway serious with it. But and I still have it. So if you want to go find it, it would be backslash Mizzy Bender on whatever you're everybody knows what the popular page is but um so you know i watch them because they're super business minded and the different levels of, of brands that they have are pretty amazing truthfully so i follow a lot of what they do on top of which like some of their relationships i've related to so much during my own you know marriage and stuff so i have like a lot of different connections that i just like watch them and i do admire them i don't even care about saying it out loud but Jim's like, I'm going to judge you like a motherfucker on this one. And I was like, all right, well, that's okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel ashamed of it at all. Um, all right, so 
today's topic is drama in the lifestyle. Um, I'm going to go back and uh, go and check out all the comments soon. I just want to start the actual topic. And this was a community submitted question to me. And I'm kind of glad that it's happening now because there's a lot of stuff that I'm seeing in the industry that's kind of swirling. Uh, so I'm going to have a pretty certain perspective on it. Of course, you could always tell me to go fuck myself and, you know, you're being too out of line or whatever it may be. So open conversation, uh, you know, in the best fashion that we can. So this this question, and not really a question, it is a question, came to me in my emails. Um, it was probably the first week that I was down with COVID. So if you're watching this, I'm really sorry that it's taken me so long to actually put the show out for you. But I did do some research while I was down and out. And the question is, it says, hi, Mizzy, I've just come across your page, and my husband and I are a few years into the lifestyle. How do you deal with the drama in the lifestyle? We're all adults, obviously, but there is a couple specific, there is a couple specifically that we have had issues with since we were exclusive poly with them, and we've stopped, and they know a lot of people and are trying to make our lives hell now. We've tried talking about things and nothing works. I'd love to hear about this on your show. Your advice is greatly appreciated. So number one, thank you so much for bringing this topic to my table and confidentially reaching out to me uh, with, with your ask and help. This one bothers me tremendously, um, honestly. This, this is the one that probably was the main reason why I really wanted to continue on with the show. Uh, one of the reasons why the Mizzy Bender brand is actually in existence. Um, so for those of you that don't know, um, and for my new followers to the show, my onboarding, I call it, the lifestyle, was nothing but drama. Nothing but drama. In the worst possible way that you could possibly imagine. And it really, really hurt my soul because I'm not that way, right? I'm a very direct human being. If there's something that's not right or if there's something that's wrong happening around me, I'm going to address it right then and there. And if we can't move past it, well, then we can't move past it. But at least I said my piece and I'm not hanging on to that inside and I am trying to resolve the problem. Um, what ended up happening for me though was Spencer's ex-partner or whatever it was that they were at the time, um, since they were not straightforward with me on what the relationship dynamics are, it became very explosive. And we've talked about how I realized over time that I needed to keep putting on my own boundaries and implementing different things to keep myself in a very safe place. Um, and that was all in conjunction with talking to Spencer. You know, I didn't just lash out one day. It would be like, well, something happened. And then later on, I would go and talk to him and say, well, this is what happened today. So this is the boundary that I'm now putting in place. Well, after things became so explosive, um, well, I guess what you could say is, you know, Spencer realized that he wanted to eliminate the relationship kind of altogether on that side and, you know, primarily just move forward with me. And that didn't sit well with the partner. So the partner ended up going to everybody in America, uh, including clubs, group owners, individuals, everybody and anybody that would listen to her about us. Uh, she went on this like crazy rampage over. And when that happened, I legit, I got into massive 
different things with so many different groups. I can't even tell you how many group owners kicked us out of their groups and they never even met us, never even knew us, never like not even anything. Some groups I would reach out to them and be like, listen, I'm really sorry that this drama was brought to your table. Um, I'd really love to talk about it though, uh, you know, not in depth, but at least like kind of get a sense for who I am instead of just kicking me out of your group disrespectfully um, because of something that somebody else is saying, of which is not even true information. You know, people have their side of their story and that's totally fine, right? Everybody lives their life and everybody has their own own account of how their life is, right? So even on this morning show, I mean, if two of us were to speak, I probably would have one interpretation of it versus what you would interpret it as, right? Because we're all human. What it's not, what's not acceptable though, is number one, number one for you to be a disrespectful human and go and, you know, try and blackball people through anywhere, whether it's your job, your friend zones, like the lifestyle, whatever it is in your life, it's not okay for an individual to come after you directly, right? At that point in time, I would say, look at yourself as the individual doing this and why are you doing this? What is it inside of you that's making you so uh, caught up in this and, and making you get so um, fierce across the world, right? I mean, there was a, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure the entire South of America hates Mizzy Bender, but, what ended up happening for me is, is because of all of that hate and all of those bricks that were thrown at me, you know how they say you take those bricks and you build your empire? Well, here I am, that's what I did. But it took me some time to get there. It took me some time of, I probably would say, I didn't really come to a true realization of being able to get to that mindset until like maybe last year, where it might've been two years ago. I'm trying to think when, um, it was like, it was when we traveled to go to the Deviate, uh, Deviate, um, it's Deviate, that they have their uh, own um, events and they, they're they the ones that have the games. I sell the games through the boutique. They have an assortment of different things. And so Mizzy's Boutique went to go vend at one of their campouts. And I had this like really explosive, ridiculous political thing still, still at me last year. I mean, I had it that this person went down to a club in Florida and legit, blacklisted my name throughout the entire thing, causing an entire situation down there. Uh, so I'm probably never allowed to step foot at Secrets of Florida ever in my life. You probably mentioned that name down there. Anybody that's associated with Secrets of Florida is not allowed to be associated with Mizzy Bender. And that's unfortunate, right? Because there's so many great groups and there's so many different um, collaborators that participate uh, you know, at that club. And it's actually a really nice resort. Uh, but unfortunately, they don't know how to stay out of politics. And with that happening, um, a lot of the associations down in the South is not allowed to associate with me. And that's really sad, right? Because as leaders, as an industry, you should be strong enough to say, you know what, I don't give a fuck about politics and I don't really care to contribute to anything of the sorts. I'm going to do what's right from uh, a humane standpoint. And you know what, maybe, maybe we won't go hardcore into a collaboration, but at least we could be civil individuals and we can all coexist in the world. That's not how it is though. And it's so bothersome to me because the lifestyle is supposed to be a super inclusive environment where you are supposed to accept everybody for who they are, what they are, and their, their entire being, right? This is supposed to be a safe place 
for all of us to explore our individuality, to find those that are, um, you know, like-minded to us, make us feel comfortable with the things that we're living and thinking and all these different things. Not, not having all of this hardcore negativity going against you while you're trying to do that. And I use my example, I don't care about what happened to me anymore, but it is super important for me to kind of reshare some of the things that went on because I see it time and time again in the community, which is why Mindbender Parties is the most accepting and open group to every single type of human there is. I don't give a shit what you are, what you identify as, if you're gay, you're bisexual, transgender, uh, you're the kinkiest motherfucker in the world, you're, you're, I don't know, you're like a hardcore swinger, you're not a swinger, like, I, I don't give a fuck what you are, you just want to be sexy, you just want to wear lingerie, you just want to come in and, you know, check things out, that's why Mindbender Parties is the way that we are, and that's why we are inclusive to everybody, and, you know, sometimes people question us on our vetting process and things like that, all right, you might not think that we're vetting people, but we certainly are paying attention to our community and what's going on around us. And I'm very proud to say that we never have any issues and everybody does feel very included into Mindbender parties and we'll never make anybody feel the way that the world, I mean, I can't speak for Spencer because he has a much different approach and truthfully speaking, the hate campaign really wasn't against him per se, although his name was in it, uh, it was more against me. And so I actually had, there were only several groups of individuals that really stood behind me. And that was Risqué Lifestyle, that was Beyond Lifestyle, and uh, um, LS Style. It's a whole group of things. I'm, my Sabrina in Florida, she's got a whole uh, slew of different things. I did a podcast series with her. Um, but there was only a select few of individuals that would sit there and be like, what is going on? And it's like why would one individual time and time again be like you can't do business with them you can't do this with them you can't do this with them there are so many different there are so many different people that uh you know have come to me to say listen i'm really sorry like who is this person and why are they saying all these different things my response to them was and always is i'm really sorry that this has all been brought to your table it's not anything that i'm willing to discuss uh, if you'd like to get to know me for me, let's do that. But this is this is not even a topic that I'm willing to even even play into, right? So I wouldn't even have the conversations with anybody when they would bring them to my table because it was all ridiculous, right? You don't have to sit there and defend who you are as an individual. You don't need to defend your character to anybody. If there is a world population listening to others speaking ill of another individual, I would continuously go back to all of them and say, number one, why are you contributing to it? Why are you listening to it? Why do you feel the need to even talk about it? Like, what is it about Mizzy Bender that makes you feel so empowered to go like so crazy? And that's what I would say to all of you guys. You know, giving somebody, excuse me, giving somebody else the power over our own selves and keep reacting to the negativity it just adds on to it and that's what i learned what happened when you know all this was going on with me it got to a point that i just didn't understand i didn't understand i just i could not wrap my head around what was going on around me that i felt the need that i wanted to keep proving myself 
and keep proving that it wasn't me and like but look at this and look at this and like these messages and this situation I found myself time and time again putting different things up on Facebook now some would come on and say like they totally supported me and understood and was like yes this is crazy and then some were like but you're just adding to it it took me some time to get to the point that I understood that I was adding to it right because you get so wrapped up into wanting to defend your character that you forget that you don't have to right and so with this individual I feel like it's a very similar situation as to what you know we experience so I would say to you as difficult and as challenging as it seems you just got to let it go and if anybody's going to talk bad about you shame on them and shame on the person that's listening to it because you know to this day even if you know like listen people come to me with all sorts of weird shit at the clubs you know in my IMs whatever it may be if anybody comes talking ill of anybody else to me I shut it down right away and I'm like this is not anything I'm willing to engage in you need to go have that conversation with that individual if you're not willing to have the conversation with that individual well then there's something wrong with you and there's some issue going on inside of you because you're the one that's carrying on about it I don't give a flying fuck about it you know they they say that you negativity brings negativity positivity brings positivity I really do firmly believe that and especially through a lot of the different self-work that I've been doing, I wholeheartedly believe more so than ever that what you put out into the universe is what you get back. And so like keeping those positive vibes, not engaging in any of the drama and not engaging in any of the negativity is what separates you from a good individual to a bad individual. And I'm sorry to say that out loud, but I really do firmly feel that way. As leaders within the industry, it's our job to stand up and say, stop the bullshit, right? Stop the nonsense. We can't be doing this. We're supposed to be leaders. We're supposed to be setting the example for what, you know, what the lifestyle represents. For there to be from the leadership down of the negativity and the drama and the bullshit is just really sad. It's one of the reasons why I really don't like to partner or collaborate with anybody. I've tried a bunch of times uh, to do different kinds of partnerships and I, I am trying to open my mind a little bit more um, but because of what I experienced is the main reason why the Mizzy Bender brand will always stand on its own. I mean I had as far as like when my podcast was on the original network with the gentleman that had offered me uh, the podcast uh, or asked me to start a podcast rather uh, you know, this individual that was going to hate went literally to him and said to cancel my show. Like, you care that much about what's going on in my world that you have to go to the person that owns the podcast to say, you know, cancel her show? I mean, that's crazy. When I saw the lengths and as far as this individual was willing to go uh, to legit, you know, crush everything that I was working on, it made me work so much harder to become so independent and learn everything that I am. And nobody can take every, anything away from me now. Nobody can eliminate anything that I have going on because it's all under my own ownership. So, like I said, you take those bricks and you just build, right? So you take those bricks and you make them yourself a strong individual because that's all it is. When you start to feed into that negativity and when you start to feed into that, it's like you're giving the person what it is that they want, right? There's some sort of reaction coming from you. So at that point in time, you're legit doing exactly what it is 
that you're looking for for them, right? So my best advice is, is to do nothing. And that's really difficult. And I could sit here today saying out of my learnings that I could do that now, but it did take me some time, as I mentioned, you know, like I kept wanting to, to prove my point. We don't need to prove our points. Sometimes, and, and I read this quote one time, and it really stuck with me, and it was like, I don't know exactly how it goes, but like, um, you have to be comfortable with not, with, with them not knowing your side of the story. Now, truthfully, that really solidified with my mother and I, but I had a lot of different things going on around the same time. Um, it was like I had things going on with my mother, my stepdad was dying, I had this huge, you know, freaking thing going on with the, the resort down in Florida that at that time, I, my world was so far upside down and I had things coming at me in every direction. When I read this quote, it almost was like the light bulb that went off and I was like, you know what, that's right. I don't need to prove and I don't need to have the world know my side of it or my point of view of it. Look at how much energy I'm putting into this and like why? What am I even getting out of it? I'm not getting anything out of it except probably looking a little bit foolish myself because I'm stooping down to levels uh, that's not within my character. And that's what I found was happening. I found that I was like all over the board and I was just very confused because that's not who I am as an individual. And so it took me some time to recognize that not everybody does need to know your side of the story. And if those individuals are gonna listen to the stories that are being told, those are not your people. And there's a world of swingers out there. That was the other thing that I, I realized is that, you know, they say like a little fish in a big pond, it's so true. There's so many swingers out there that it doesn't really matter. You know, there's pockets of us everywhere. Uh, you, you know, you go on TikTok now and you just put in swinger lifestyle. And I mean, the amount of humans that come up on, the, on, on there are, are in, amazing, right? You have all the different platforms of, you know, like SDC is the one that we support. You know, when I went on there and I really started to look at it from a business standpoint and, you know, where, where there are individuals and everything, I was like, why am I getting so, so wrapped up in this small pocket of people that are not even in my fucking territory? They're down in, you know, like, just crazy. So it, it took me a lot of time to kind of take a step back. I really needed to kind of just like settle in and just, you know what, let whatever's going to come this way go, but it's going to just go away. And the second that you stop paying attention to it, the second that it goes away. And I do really feel that way. You know, in time, it all dissipates and it all just whatever. You can't pay attention to the drama. But you can't be the one that's putting on the drama either. You can't do that. You know, I had a really hard time thinking about how this morning show was going to go because I was like, all right, well, the only way that I know how to put on the morning show is, of course, to relate things back to my own self, right? Because I want everybody to realize that I've gone through it and I'm not just talking out of my asshole, right? And so those are the things that are important to me. So not that I'm trying to bring up my past here, but it's just an example of my journey of why I am where I am today and why the Mizzy, brand, Mizzy Bender brand existed. Because truthfully speaking, had all those things not transpired for me, my name wouldn't be as where it is today. And I'm not saying that, it sounds really ridiculous to say that, that way I don't mean it that way so please don't take it as I'm being like some you know out of my out of big headed person I, I'm very humble and I don't that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying uh, people 
you know, you say my name and they're like, oh, I know who that is. And it's because of negativity, but at least they know who it is, right? And so I've had to just organically show the world who I am. And you either like me or you don't like me. And that's totally fine. It's really unfortunate that in the swingers lifestyle, the alternative lifestyle, we don't know how to accept a no or I'm not interested. You know, we're adults. The swingers alternative lifestyle is an extracurricular activity within your relationship or independently, depending on what your composition is, right? Maybe you're a unicorn or a bull, who knows? Um, but it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a setting where you could just go and be free and you could just be sexual or whatever it is that you want for that moment in time. It's not for you to have to wake up in the morning and be like, oh my God, what is this fucking you know, lifestyle gonna bring to me today? That's not, that's not what we're looking for when, when we say that we wanna be swingers and, and, and do this. It's not about that. You know? And then that's when you get the split off between people thinking, you know what? I don't wanna have any relationships with anybody. Swinging is supposed to be just you go to the club or you do whatever and you just bang and you just go get it out. It's not about relationship building. It's not about any of that. And I think that individuals get conflicted on what they're supposed to be doing because of some of these backlashes and because people don't know how to accept the answer of, I'm just not interested in, in you. And we have to remember, not every human operates the same way. Not every human swings the same way. We operate very differently. Um, and so these are some of my thoughts on the drama of it all. I'm going to stop. I'm going to go into the comments. I do need to take a drink and just like settle for a second. And I'm going to go into and read some of the things that the community submitted back in response to what's what their thoughts are about drama in the lifestyle. So take a second, drop a comment. And let's see where we're at. Sorry about that. Okay. Oh, there's a bunch here. Shoot. Okay. Let's do this. Um, okay. So good morning, Bill. Thank you so much. I'm getting there for sure. Frankie says, if you can do it, muscle milk pre-made ones are awesome for protein and nutrients. You know, Frankie, I know we're going back to the um, dehydration thing. I was thinking about protein drinks for a second because I was really thinking about, like, insurers. <laughs> you know, I was, like, trying to think about the things that, like, I could really put into my body that would keep making it stronger. That was definitely one of them. My background is from uh, vitamin supplements industry, so immediately I went to... Uh, those kinds of things, but then I was like, oh, trying to put some of that in my belly seemed a little bit tough at the time, so I kind of bypassed it, and that's why I only settled on the liquid IV, but uh, good morning, Anthony, if you're still there. Um, so Frankie says, be the queen of the north, fuck the rest of them. Goddamn right. Uh, we do run great events. Thank you, Maddie. So Maddie, uh, so for anybody that's watching this right now, so Maddie is um, a rigger, maybe that's how you say it. She does rope work. Um, two Halloweens ago, she did a whole rope thing with me and we did a podcast together. I like to experience things firsthand if I'm going to talk about them. Um, you know, rope, rope play isn't anything that I'm really interested in. I'm going to be truthful with you, um, simply because I don't really like that claustrophobic type of feeling. Um, it's just not my thing. 
but Miss Lady really respects Maddie and uh, I always got along really well with her and we had great chemistry and energy or whatever. I said, you know what, fuck it. If we're going to do this podcast together, I need to be put, I need to be, you know, roped up. I don't know how you say it the right way uh, for me to be able to like really speak on this podcast. And so her and I had a really great session. It was, it was really great. We did do it in the middle of an event. Not that that was, it was, listen, it was the Halloween event that we talked about during COVID. So it wasn't like super pot, you know, it wasn't like a super like overwhelming um, event, but there were people around us watching. I did say if I were to do it again, I would do it in a very private, personal setting. So I'm glad that I experienced it that way. And we did some pretty great rope work. I have some photos. I did some like upside down stuff and it was really cool. I'm really glad that I did it. Um, but I would do it in a more personal setting. So that was that's my experience with Maddie. She's really great. Um, so David says, I actually had something similar happen a year ago where a rumor about me based on half-truths came forward and the individual tried very hard to get me banned from lifestyle social events. I'm thankful for the connections I have because they know me and the full story and stood behind me to stop the individuals. Yeah, David, I'm really sorry that you have experienced that. I'm thankful that you shared it and that, you know, you have a solid group of humans to stand behind you and say, this crazy. Uh, nobody should be dealing with that. Um, so Joe says, good morning. Have a great day. Frankie, Frankie mentions drama. People seem like they always have so much free time to create their bullshit. I have to agree. Like, if you focus so much on it, I, I don't understand what you're doing in your spare time. As an individual, like, I don't have those thoughts. You know, like, I guess I'm always just in the, in the sense of, like, I just want people to be happy. And I'm sure that that comes out of my marriage and the relationship with my parents and different things that, you know, what I've experienced in my life, I just... I don't want any individuals to experience those types of things. So I'm usually like overly like, oh my God, you know, embracing and accepting and all these different things because I don't want anybody to feel uh, in this in in this wonky kind of out of place way, you know? Melissa says that was perfectly said with the influx of drama. Sometimes it's, it's really difficult. And she says, I've noticed lately the more negativity gets thrown in a mix, the bigger the issue that gets. And that's what happens. It's because, you know, negativity feeds on negativity. I don't know why individuals feel the need to feel like they should outcast uh, others or, you know, these different things. Uh, there's this one group in, in the New England area and I've been watching and some of the stuff that goes on is just like, guys, what are we doing? You know, like why... You know, some of the posts that go up, it's like, why are we just going hardcore at somebody? This is not what we do as individuals. This is this is unacceptable. Um, you know, for for others to feel like they have to put up posts explaining that they don't play with everybody and like we're not clicky and it's okay for us to have different friends groups and, and all these different things. For us to have to continuously explain where we're at and why we're in the lifestyle and and who we are in the lifestyle that's not the lifestyle guys that's not the lifestyle i signed up for that's not the lifestyle i want to be part of i want to be part of a community that's all accepting super loving shuts down drama immediately doesn't play into the negativity allows everybody to be the individual that they are trying to be trying to be who you are is so fucking challenging 
let alone trying to navigate what other people think you should be. No, 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 no. I stand for individuality. I stand for being yourself. I stand for finding who you are. I stand for standing behind you in your most difficult moments and saying, you know what, I got you. Not not all the other stuff. So it's really our jobs to shut it down and say, I'm not contributing to this anymore. You know, there's there's some things, you know, I watch different clubs and I, I watch the, I just watch the dramas that go on between, you know, different partnerships and stuff and and honestly the breakaways are really challenging um the interactions are really challenging then we all feel like we need to choose and we don't have to choose you know we're all allowed to be friends with whoever we want to be friends with we're all allowed to play with whoever we want to play with we're all allowed to behave however we want to as long as we're not being negative you know, disrespectful or something towards another individual. Like, we're allowed to live our lives the way that we want to. That's what I stand for, you know. And so I'm going to go to some of the contributions that some of the community members made because they brought out some really, really great, great points. I'm going to start it out with, one, this is how it kind of started. I'm really happy that it switched around and we got some uh, more positive feedback. Um, but someone had mentioned, so I had issues being new in town and trying to become a part of the community in my new area. I had somebody tell me no one liked me and no one wanted me to be part of a certain group. I had never really even met anyone, only at one meet and greet and, and, and in an online chat group. I still don't know whether it was true or just the person being troublesome, but I don't care to find out, really. You know, think about this. So you're new, you know, you're new to an area and you know you're trying to kind of break your way in and try and find like you know your comfort zone right because listen whether you're in the kink you know bdsm world or you're in swingers world alternative whatever it is anytime you come into a new territory it's very new for you take out the lifestyle let's just put it into the vanilla world okay so now you have to break into i don't know do you have neighbors are the neighbors going to be nice to you? Do you have to get a new job? Are you going to fit in at the new job? Are you going to, right? Like, why do we have to think about all these things? Are we going to fit in here? Are we going to fit in here? Are we going to find our individuals here? Why can't we all just be like, oh, hey, there's a new person. That's great. Come on in. Tell us about yourself. Let's learn about each other. Okay, maybe I don't want to play with you, but you know what? I could certainly be your friend, right? I mean, it doesn't always have to go down to a sexual experience. We could just keep it very platonic, right? So you I think that we have to do a better job as humans of being nice, like just be nice. I know it sounds super silly, but like, I mean, your kids go into, you know, preschool and kindergarten. The only thing that you're trying to teach your kid to do is be a good kid, right? So like, why would that change now? Your job is to be a good human and your job is to make everybody feel warm and accepted. And you know what? If that person's not your individual, it's okay too. Just walk away from them. You don't have to be part of their world, but you don't have to contribute to a negative aspect of it either. So Mary says, always remain the bigger person. Unfortunately, I have seen so much drama in the LS over the last 14 years of doing this. The drama is worse now than ever. 
I think a key to think I think a key thing to remember is to just always be the nicer person. When things get back to you, just say sorry you were misinformed, and I hope you will give us a shot from your own opinion. Don't feed into it by saying anything negative. The other person, person's lies will come to light eventually. Never let one person or couple ruin your fun. I am a very firm believer in the truth does always come out and that goes back to not everybody needs to know your side of it. I think eventually uh, individuals start to realize and recognize patterns and behaviors and different things and they can start to see different, you know, see through different um you know conversations or, or things like that so I do really believe uh, what Mary is saying is a very good way to approach the situation and saying I'm sorry you were misinformed because truthfully that's what it is when somebody is sharing their perspective of you of another human being you are misinformed because that's the one person's perspective you didn't experience me firsthand you didn't have a conversation with me firsthand so I'm sorry you were misinformed let it let's try to get to know each other as you know as individuals as as who we are right now now Phil Phil's really great I met him um, I don't remember if it was at possum the first time but then I also met him at Exotica and he always brings such great information um, to the table and he says, I flat out tell people if and when they want to start the stuff that I'm not into gossip. Unless you would say to the persons, do not, unless you would, unless you would not say it to the person directly, you can't say it to me. Now, if someone asks and wants help, that's another thing. If that's the case, then I always ask to remove names. Bottom line, you tell people how to treat you. It's, if you're not about it, then don't be about it. It might have you, wait. It might have the no invite list for someone, but then you will find the others that are your actual people. It worked for me and I hope it works for you or at least helps. I agree. If these people are not your individuals, there is going to be another group of individuals out there for you, right? It's not like you're gonna be you know, banned from everywhere or anything of the sorts. You just gotta move on and find those that are your humans, right? Like I'm very selective on who my friends are truthfully because of what I experienced and I don't trust any of you and I'm sorry to say that but I don't because I saw how easily herd mentality was that there's not one individual out in the lifestyle that I trust and I will blatantly tell you that it takes a lot to earn my trust and um, you know to, to, for me to even consider even having a conversation with you um, you know my IMs my, I, my IMs are open to like three people, um, and that's Aaron, Mark's wife, on, uh, you know, he joined earlier, um, Matthew, he's on here uh, every, you know, few, often, was ac actually, congratulations, Matthew, you did win the 75-day challenge, we should talk about that, I mean, I really just fucked that one up, but I did and I didn't, I'll say, I know this is a side note, but I'm really proud of the 75-day challenge, because I honestly, I did change so much of myself. I did have a lot of, uh, you know, bumps and stuff along the way that got me deterred from, you know, finishing the program. I'm really proud that he consistently posted for 75 days. Um, maybe not every single day, but he did really go on there and concentrated and put to, you know, he put his best foot forward. So great job on that. I will have um, your your reward prize or whatever at the end of it. Um, 
but you know there's a very select few of individuals and it's because these individuals have really shown that through thick and thin no matter what it is um they're kind of like outside of it it takes me a really long time uh to get to that point now i'm in a different side of things i'm now more protective because of my business and i don't contribute to anything because at the end of the day my business is so far more valuable than it is than a friendship sounds really bad to say but I've worked my ass off and I've really overcome so much through the journey to this point that I'm not gonna let anything damage it which is why I'm very very choiceful on who I play with because I don't ever want there to be um, a repercussion of some sort of play that now comes back on me because I see how easily it's done to others um, and I see that some some individuals that are participating in the lifestyle probably should not actually be physically participating sexually in it they should probably still be in the observation phase um, so I have come into some situations where I've legit put pause on play scenarios simply because of other individuals that are associated with the particular play partner that make me uncomfortable that I can see some like red flags going on um, so I look at things on such a bigger you know more grand scale now um, which probably is a little bit more contradicting to me saying to be very open-minded. I am very open-minded and I do accept everybody. But I don't need to accept you so personally into my personal space. We're allowed to be acquaintances. We're allowed to get to know each other. And I'm allowed to take my time in getting to know you on an individual basis on a level that's comfortable for me. I'm never going to force a relationship. I'm never going to... Um, I just let everything organically play out, right? And so it does take me a lot longer now because I am more bound, more boundaryed up. But I'm super comfortable saying that out loud, right? I'm super comfortable telling the individuals, you know what, this is just not how I am. This is what my process is. This is where I'm at. This is what I do. I'm very transparent. And if you can't accept the things that I'm saying that I need from you, from our relationship, that's okay. We don't need to proceed further. You know, that's why Holly and I's relationship are is the way that it is. And we've talked about, it's probably been a while since we've talked about it. But she was the one individual that did not listen to anything that was told to her. And let me tell you, she had to fight uh, her way through to be my friend with all the stuff that was being brought to her table. But you know what? She was strong enough to say, you know what? I don't participate in this. I don't care what you say. This is nonsense. What are you talking about? Um, you know, for years she had to do it. And I respected her so very much because of it. And, you know, it's a friendship that I'll value forever because one person, one person that stood strong, and she didn't even hardly know me at the time, truthfully. She was, she was fighting and she didn't even know me. So, like, her qualities... Like she, not that she needed to prove anything to me because she didn't, but like organically through her actions showed who she was as an individual. Not for me, her character as her own individual. She showed that she is like an independent thinker. She showed that she doesn't care what everybody else says. I'm going to do what's best for me and that's all that matters. And that was something that I really respect from her. And to this day, I still respect that because that's how she is and she doesn't change for anybody. And that's a quality in an individual that you want. You want somebody that's going to just be their true self and say, you know what, no, this is wrong. And I'm not, you know. And as a matter of fact, she did put a comment on here. And she said, 
I can't stand the drama sometimes. We are all adults, and I feel anything that's happening can always be talked about rationally between adults. I will distance myself from it because negativity breeds negativity. I also don't make judgments based on what others say about anyone else. I choose to make my own assessments of people. Anything secondhand is just gossip and shouldn't be holding any weight to anyone here. And I agree with that. A hundred percent. It is just gossip. And it shouldn't hold weight with anybody. So it goes back to my original comment. If you're the one that's spewing the drama, take a look at yourself and why are you doing it? If you're the one that's contributing to the drama and listening to it, take a look at yourself and ask you why you're doing that. What is it that you feel the need to grab onto, you know, these things? You know, like even, you know, some of the posts in the groups where like you're just going at the single men and you're doing, you know, there's ways, there's ways uh, to have conversations with individuals without like embarrassing them and humiliating them. Um, we need to do better as as humans and we need to change how society it is it's really unfortunate and it's very sad to see and it's really hard to participate in sometimes you know when you have to stand back and be the bigger person maybe it's uncomfortable but you know what at the end of the day you're going to feel really good about yourself about not engaging in it and i really feel strong about that um you have to have your own character in place at all times you can't allow other other people's actions to dictate who now you become because now you're going to steer away from your own principles and your own morals and then you need to start questioning yourself of why am i doing this it's no longer their problem it's your problem it's who you are as an individual why am i doing this why am i contributing to it i don't want to be part of it you know i'm gonna go back to the comments because i can't believe the show is almost over <laughs> um good morning steph Walter says, wife and I agreed when we started in the LS that we would walk away from any drama because fun is the name of the game for us. That's exactly right, Walter. Fun is the name of the game. It's not about all this other weird stuff that everybody has to manage through. And I just, you know, it's, it's kind of sad that others like really do worry about what the repercussions are. And of course you do, right? Because you want to be liked and you want to be accepted. And then I guess in the swingers world, you want to be fucked, right? You want to be the one that like, um, you know, is desired, I guess is the right word or, you know, whatever it may be. And when you don't get those warm and fuzzies, of course it makes us feel a certain way. But come on, guys, we're fucking grown-ups. What are we talking about here? You know, we're, we're not playing in the sandbox outside, you know, like five-year-olds, like, you know, not understanding what's going on in the world. It's silly. We're, we're grown human beings that have all experienced many different kinds of negativities in our lives, right? Not in the swingers world, even if you just take that out. Just think about your everyday life, all the different things you have to navigate, your family life, you know, your relationships with your siblings, your parents, you know, are your kids okay? Uh, you know, am I going to have my job tomorrow? All these different things that you have to kind of like swirl that kind of not hold a negative bracket over us, but are the things that are a little bit more challenging for us to kind of say, okay, I have to navigate through this today, or, you know, I have to get to the end of the week because I got to get to this point because whatever this reason is. Adding in having to defend yourself in a fucking lifestyle is terrible. Uh, and that, I'll stand behind that. So for anybody that's listening, if you want to join, you know, Mindbender Parties and, and be in this super happy, open uh, environment where we all get to know each other on a different kind of basis and, you know, 
you reach out to me. I'll put you into our private group. Granted, we don't do a lot of photo sharing in the group. It's more discussions and uh, it's more of like kind of like an intellectual exchange. I kind of feel um, I get nervous with the photo posting because the groups can get taken away so easily that um, we kind of really like stern on what we approve. But, um, you know, like our events, our events are great because it's so free flowing and everybody just has a great time and I always see everybody interacting and mingling and you know it's just it's just a wonderful sight to see I'm not saying that that doesn't happen at all the events because it does everywhere we go is great it's fun but of course I'm always gonna have like a higher regard and you know deep in my heart for our own events because it's ours right so that's no disrespect to anybody it's just I just passionately love um, what we do and how we do it and so you know it's important to me to, to brag about it sometimes um, and so uh, all right, Frankie says bad publicity is bad publicity is better than no publicity. Hence the Kardashians. That's exactly right. And so that's what I kind of you know started to thinking about. Um, and hmm, that's probably why I watch them so much. It's funny because um, just this past week when I was catching up on the Kardashians, I forget what the guy's name is. I fell in love with him over the. Um, it's like car karaoke or whatever. James something or another. He's, I don't know, I think he's maybe from England or something, and he would always have the stars come in, and they would, it would be like singers, they would do the car, you know, sing the songs, but they would like chit chat and stuff, and oh my god, like, I could watch, I was watching this so much when I was like down with COVID, because it was the only thing that would make me laugh. Now the episodes are like six years old, you can find them on YouTube and stuff, but oh my god, it makes me fucking laugh hysterically, because he's just so silly. And he just, like, I don't know, maybe his smile and his laugh just makes me giggle so much. He just makes me happy. So, on one of the episodes of the Kardashians, it was the first... So, he has, um, maybe he's, like, the late-night talk show. He has a late-night talk show. Maybe the late-late-night show. I'm not exactly sure. Anyways, so... Khloe Kardashian, she's always in the line of fire because of her weight and just like different things. She's always been called the fat sister and, you know, it, you know, she gains weight and they say something. She loses weight and they say, you know, everything and anything that she does, you know, the world just says like negativity about her. And it's starting to give her like a lot of anxiety and so she's she's been having a really rough time. So James invited her to be on the show. It was the first show back after COVID where they were having a live audience. And Chloe was having a hard time in the beginning of the show. And so James came in, and not because she was having a hard time, but he just came in to, uh, you know, say, hey, you know, we're going to do the show together. This is great. It's good to see you. And um, somehow it came up about her feeling really overwhelmed about the way that the world is treating her. His response was, why do you care what other people's opinions of you is none of your business? And he legit, he gave her this, like, pep talk that was so motivating and so fuck them. Like, why do you care? Why are you giving the ownership, you know, over to these these individuals that you've never even met before. You know, there's 10,000 people out there, more than that, saying how amazing you are. And you're going to let this one individual tear you down. That doesn't seem logical. It's none of your business what they're saying about you. And you know, when he was saying this, I, I really, maybe I'll go back and record it and, and try and find it. But when he was saying this to her, I was listening to it. I was like, oh my God, this is so what I need to say uh, on the morning show. So I'm kind of glad I remembered some of it. But um, it was just so powerful. And it was so like, you know what? 
you know that he was saying those words because he experienced it himself. And it just goes to show that anybody on any level deals with all of these different kinds of outcast situations or negativity that they have to swirl around. But once you get to the point where that power is not given to anybody else and you keep your own power, you're in a very good place. And you'll feel really good and say, you know what, fuck the negativity. Nobody needs the drama. We don't care about any of this. But you know what, as an individual, I can do better. And I can shut it down when I hear it. And I'm not going to contribute to it because we're better than that, right? And so that's, that's, that was really great. I'm glad I remembered that. <laughs> He's such a good guy. So awesome. Um, so Steph says, you have to make yourself desirable. Creating drama for others is not the way to do that. Just being negative all the time is not the way to do that. I have to agree uh, 100%. Oh, oh, he did the troll's voice? I didn't know that. Um, he's fucking amazing. He legit, he just... It was so charismatic and just really just makes my he just makes me like laugh and smile so much it's fantastic um so nick says good morning it's been ugly lately interesting that you tackle this topic especially with these facebook groups everyone is watching everyone also it seems the floodgates have opened and many are added to the groups have no business being part of the community everyone thinks their feelings are the only ones that matter I've seen single men put on blast with screenshots in our groups this past week. Thank God I am far from single, but it's brutal. I'd love to be in your group. Yeah, I gotta tell you what, um, it is really brutal to watch, and I do find, so I find that there are some interesting things happening. Right now, it seems the whole world is into like ethical non-monogamy, right? It seems like the whole world has branched out into being freely naked and, uh, you know, more accepting of these kinds of things. So within some of the groups, I do see more and more, uh, more and more individuals that necessarily are just very beginner-like, and that's totally fine. Newbies need a safe place to go to, to like learn and observe and stuff like that. But the thing is, if you're new and you're in one of these groups, observe, engage, like, appropriately, you know, try and integrate yourself in a very positive way where you are learning and growing so you don't make any of the mistakes. You know, coming in like a bull in a china shop is not the way to do it. Um, and that just means that you're just really uneducated and have no idea why it is that you're in the lifestyle. Those are the individuals that I say you should probably take a step back and really, really observe for a while because I don't think that you understand why you're here. You need to understand why you want to be a swinger to be in the lifestyle. Not many individuals understand why they're here. When people come to me and ask, you know, how do I do this or how do I get my wife involved? And those are my questions. Well, why are you guys in this lifestyle? Why do you want to be part of this lifestyle? How did you find out about it? Tell me how long you've been observing for. I legit ask foundational questions because I see so much negativity and I find it to be a lack of education. And then what ends up happening is the entire group jumps on the bandwagon and then it becomes this very explosive thread that I'm like, whoa. Like, I don't even want to be in this group anymore. You know, I see some things going on in the industry, and I'm like, I don't even want to be part of that. Like, I don't want to be associated with it. I don't even want to have a connection to it. I don't even want to, I don't even want people to know that I do business with them. You know what I mean? Because, like, some of the negativity and some of the stuff that's swirling is just, 
a little over the top right now. And so I did think it was really interesting that this topic came to my table um, in the time period that I've seen so much going on in the lifestyle at the moment, uh, which was another reason why it was really difficult for me to have this conversation because I didn't want anyone to think that I was pinpointing it directly in one direction or another. It legit was because, you know, this woman sends me this message and I, I wanted to tackle it for her. It just seems that everybody is dealing with the drama right now. And on my final note of the show would be, we are better than this. You are better than this. We as individuals are better than this. Please lay a different foundation down and please be an example. Please lead by example. Don't be the follower, be the leader. We need more leaders, right? That's what I'm looking for. That's who I want to be associated with. So please, let's do better as a community. Let's be more accepting, you know, let's be more understanding. And let's understand the fact that accepting no as an answer is okay too. And that does not mean that retaliation is in order. That means that we just don't connect on a sexual level and that's okay. That's okay. It's okay. I promise you it's okay. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to go back down, just see if there's one last thing here going on. Not really. Um, oh, so Frankie says he got a lot of shit because he was labeled gay. Oh, I'm sure he got so much slack for, like, so many different reasons. And that's why, like, when he was giving his words, I'm talking about the James guy, the late night show guy, uh, when he gave his words to Khloe Kardashian, I was like, this guy is so on point. I'm going to, I'm sure I can go back and find it. I'm going to, I'm going to, and I'm going to post it up there. Um... So guys, this was a really great show. I'm really happy that we spent so much time together. Um, you know, don't forget on Thursdays, we still have the mini series going on with Miss Lady. Um, I'm gonna do a little plug for the, for the boutique because for those of you that have trouble finding a Halloween costume, I have this really great little t-shirt and it says I was too busy and there's two, oh wait, it's this way, it's backwards. There's two people doing a little deed here to say to buy a Halloween costume. It's a unisex t-shirt super cute. Uh, the boutique has a flat shipping rate of $9.95 or it's free after $75. Um, so go and spread the word. I updated my, my cover photo on my, my private profile. So a lot of you have seen the shirt popping up, but, um, go, go and shop at Mizzy's boutique. It's my whole little passion, my whole little heart. Um, and then I guess I have some good topics coming up as follow-ups from this one, uh, for the next couple of shows. I do have my shows planned out, but if a community submitted question happens to pop up, I'll rejigger it a little bit. So feel free to send me any kind of topic that you would want at mizzybender at outlook.com. Be sure to subscribe to mizzybender.com because then you'll stay up to date on all the different events and stuff. Uh, the boutique has been locking in vending events uh, through the remainder of the year. So if you're wondering where I'll be, you could just follow, follow along. We'll be in New Hampshire October 1st. We're going to go to Exotica, um, I think it's the third weekend in October, which is in New Jersey. We will be doing our own event October 29th. It's our Boo 5 event in Rhode Island. And then we head to Pennsylvania for Possum the weekend after for November 3rd and 4th. And then we will be with Fusion Party and H&H &H Social for their hotel takeover um, December 17th and 18th, 16th and 17th rather. Oh, and we have our December event the first week in December. So uh, we have a lot, of go a lot of stuff going on through the remainder of the year and uh, that's pretty much it. So thank you guys so much uh, for being so respectful during this show and being open-minded 
And uh, yeah, as Frankie said, love is in the air and let's just keep spreading it. So to peace and love is how I'm going to end this show. Till next time, you guys. Talk to you super soon.